There's so many different struggles. Financial. For me, it's a struggle mentally and physically as I grieve my losses. And I've been listening to the feedback and the messages from you all, and it's truly appreciated. And um, someone wanted me to dig deeper with my mourning and my grievance and to know, I guess, how it really is. Well, here it is. These last couple of weeks have been hella emotional for me. Like I couldn't shake it, the feeling, you know. As if it's not hard enough for me. But You know, I notice certain triggers and I notice like if I come on my menstrual, um, I become more emotional and and I, I, I just, I feel it, I feel it. And like I said, I just, I haven't been able to shake, shake it. Then my hubba's, my, my, my hubba lover. I used to call him my hubba lover. <laughs> my hubba lover life day was yesterday. Yes, he's a Valentine's Day baby. <laughs> he would have been 36. 36. I always feel my mood shift when certain days are coming around. Last year, my son was here. He had brought me in a beautiful car, gifts, and most of all, his unconditional love. And yesterday, it was just so different. It was just so different for me. This year, I have neither my husband nor my son, you know? They're both gone. There's no love like your child's love, and there is no love like my shoddies. Such a love that I miss so, 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 so much. A love I can't ever replace or get anywhere else. I can't not think about one without thinking of the other. They share the same name. They share, they, they, they both were murdered. Even if I were to ride past where it happened, they both were murdered practically on the same street. Even when I called my toddler by his name, Ahmad Rashad, he even shares his father and brother name. So you see, it's just there. And in all actuality, it's still 
so fresh for both my husband and my son. And as much as I get through and encourage another person, another soul, it's truly hard living without them. And my son, he played such a huge role with me coping the loss of his father, my husband, being gone, whether he knew it or not. I did my best holding up so that he could get through. He did everything to make me happy and meanwhile I was trying to do the same for him. My mom calls me to tell me my son pictures are on his tombstone. It was so hard just picking pictures for his tombstone. It's just so many triggers, you know, and it's just so devastating. Such a fucking tragedy. Like, not senior pictures, Ryan, but pictures on his tombstone. He was to be graduating this year. His friends text with pictures of them and how they are keeping my son's name alive. Beautiful thing, beautiful thing. And it's so, so appreciated. But it's such a hurtful feeling at the same time because it's a reminder that it's in his honor of him being gone. Like, damn, shoddy, you were barely a day of 17. And it's like everything that I worked so hard for him was just robbed like a thief in a night just took my baby from me. So my lovely, beautiful people, your girl over here mentally and emotionally drained. I'm just gonna keep it real. And I can't, I, I can't say it any other way. This is my grievance. I'm just, I mean, you know, I'm drained. I mean, I'm just experiencing death after death after death. It changes you. It changes your voice. It changes your thinking. It changes your perception of things, you know? Went out a couple times to a nice bar around me just to distract my mind a bit. I mean, still the thoughts are there, you know? I feel like Boosie. I've been going through some things. 
and don't nobody understand me, man. <laughs> no, but seriously, I, I do. I mean, really. Grieving is like one second you're feeling I, right, then the next split second you're just like, what the fuck? Like, damn. And that's grieving. Some moments are better than the others. I wrote this in my book, Release and Unleash Through Grief. Here's the thing. If anybody is out there going through this, like I expressed, it is okay to not be okay at all times. And I am not okay with my son being gone. I am not okay with my husband being gone. I truly miss my shots. As much as I may make grief and my life look good, this shit fucking hurts more than anything in my world. But I know whether being okay or not, I have to live no matter how much it hurts. No matter how many days I don't want to get out the bed. No matter how many times I say, fuck this shit. No matter what. Because one thing for sure, I can't turn back the hands of the time. And I cannot change death. But I can continue to do my best. I can continue to spread love and help someone in need. For my grieving, I speak to people who lost a spouse, who lost a child. I reach out, check on them. If I'm feeling down, I text them a prayer or something. That helps me. So I do things that helps me. And if it's a day that I just don't want to be bothered, I don't. So I cried out, go out. I decluttered my garage. My cousin even came by and decluttered my closet for me. That's therapeutic for me. I read my daily Bible plans. Put my phone on Do Not Disturb. And honestly, I don't even talk on the phone as much anymore. Nothing, it's nothing, nothing at all toward anyone. And I really feel like this podcast is speaking to my family for me too. You have to create boundaries for yourself while going through things. And honestly, even if you are not, it's just important that people respect that. And if they don't, then that's okay because it's about you and what is best for you. And if if a person can't respect your space and what's required in your traveling season, or in your life 
nothing. That has nothing to do with you, my friends. And really, you don't have to explain it because, hell, they should know you're going through some shit. You know what I mean? Like, we have to understand. For me, I text more than anything. And like I say, at times I give myself time. So I answer when I want. And I really talk to my mom. And she can let people know I'm okay. And just getting my mental together as much as I can. Like I said, it's still fresh. And I'm still doing everything that I can to, you know, to push through. And just working with my, my, my toddler, you know, and trying to, you know, do my best for him and be there for him. I'm always thankful for those who understand and respect my journey, though. You know, I I am. I just, I feel like Lauren Hill when she said, <laughs> I gotta find peace of mind. I got to. I have to. It's essential. It's a necessity. And if you're grieving or going through life or just need that moment from everyone, from work, from from friends, from life, just from anything that you're going through, it's okay to find that little peace of mind. It's okay. And it's okay if you don't talk to the same people that you used to talk to daily. Sometimes it requires you to meet new people and learn new people and and just step out on that that type of you know that type of faith of understanding that everything is not the same you know things change life change plans change I was reading my Bible plan and I came across Job's story and how he had lost everything. All of his children, just everything. Such a tragedy, you know, and and I see, you know, even in today's society, it just shows me like, one, I'm not the only one that's going through this. I'm not the first, I'm not the second, I won't be the last. And that's the unfortunate thing. And that hurts me to know that someone has to go through this. No woman should have to go through losing a husband because he was murdered or just being a widow alone. No mother should have to bury her child from being murdered or their child alone, you know? It, 
it just, you know, like I, I tell people, you gotta, when you lose a parent, you become an orphan. When you lose a spouse, you become a widow. When you lose your child, there's no words for that. There's nothing for that. And Job, he lost everything. He lost everything. Everything. But in his time of his grief, you know, and, and that's why I say I'm always so, so thankful. In his time of need, His friends were so devoted. His family were so devoted in his grievance. And whether you all know it or not, it's so important. And, that, and, 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 and that's so important, having a great support system. And that's why in um, 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 4, it, it tells us how God like how he says that um, and I'm going to just read this passage and I hope you all don't mind you know the father of compassion and the God of all comfort who comforts us in our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God so you see, we go through things in life so that we're able to help somebody else in need. And I feel like that's why God, I'm not saying this is why he put all of this burden on me or this grief on me, but I feel like that's why he allows me to have the mental that I have. And just so I could show people that yes, I'm human. Yes, I'm gonna go through these emotions. Yes, I'm going through life. But at the same time, me sharing my journey could help one person see that you still gotta get through it. We gonna get through this together. And that is why being there and comforting others is so deeply biblical. And God shows us how vital it is to have support during difficult times. And like I say, if your friend lose a job, if they lose a child, if they lose a husband, if they lose a mother, if they lose a cousin, if they lose a brother, if they lose someone, it is it, so important to have the right people in your life. And that's how, it, and it shows even during Job, Job blew everybody. His friends were so loyal and they dropped everything for their grieving friend. It's such a beautiful thing and, a, and, and a, such an amazing feeling. And if you know someone, like I said, respect their space, but also be there as much as you as much as you can when they want to receive it. 
and respect it when they are just allowing you to know today isn't a good day, but I appreciate it. I'm, you know, I just need some space to respect it all. Trust me, they will appreciate it more than you ever know. And I say this, we never know what a person is going through behind their smiles to help someone put one on theirs. So be kind to someone today. I know I am forever thankful to have family and friends like Job did in the Bible. When I was reading that, I said, oh my God, when he said that his friends dropped everything, devoted their lives to them, to him, I'm sorry. I felt that because I was just in the same situation and I'm in this situation, not was just, but at that time, I, my friends, they slept on, they, they, in my family, they were there. They devoted their lives to me. They didn't go to work. They didn't sleep. They felt my pain. And that's what Job said. That's what it says in the Bible. Your friends should feel your pain. They should feel your mourning. They're mourning with you. Your family. They felt it. And they were there. I've always been blessed to have such an amazing support system. Through my good times, going through my bad times. And I'm so so, so thankful for it. I'm thankful for God's comfort and spirit in all of my times as well. And while I'm on my thankful streak, <laughs> and since it is Thankful Tuesday, although I'm thankful every day, I must say that <laughs> I'm thankful for everyone who continues to check in even if I don't respond at times and I'm just thankful just just for those who just simply show their love continuously even on all my social media and just 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 everyone I I I am and I just pray that God continue to use me to help others in a similar way along my journey. It is all a blessing. And in life, it's all how we perceive things. Like I said, I'm hurt. And I hope that this here today was able to was I, I'm, I hope that I was able to um, allow people to see deeper into my grievance and to understand that I am not perfect. I am human. I am a woman going through a daily struggle, a daily struggle, a nightly struggle, 
Hold on, I missed it. A daily, a afternoon, a evening, and a night struggle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Got to make some light to the situation. You know, uh, you know, but I am. And I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of anything that I go through and that I've been through and that I'm going through. And that's why I said I am going to share with you all and I'm going to be as transparent, you know, and if you have any feedback and if you whatever you want me to discuss, I will. I'm a woman, like I said, been through so much in life and I'm going to touch so many different topics and I don't want my podcast to seem so sad all the time and, you know, or make you, you know, sad. What I want you to get from this is that life will happen, grief will happen, happy times will happen, all different things will happen to us in life. Just don't allow it to define us. Like I said, I'm going through emotions. My, I've been an emotional wreck, whether people could perceive that or not, mentally, it's, it's mental, you know? And sometimes my outside look way much prettier than the inside. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. But um, today, before I end this podcast, I want you to write what you are thankful for in my comments um, on my podcast. It's like a little, it's a, um, a spot on there where you can leave feedback. And I want you to write just one thing that you're um, thankful for. And if you don't feel comfortable doing that, um, just simply just say one thing that you are thankful for. Write it down. Take notes of what you're thankful for. Because life, I mean, it is what it is, but I know even through anything, we could find one thing that we're thankful for. 